thing again. I would be happy to read. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm happy to read a selection of Trevor's tweets. Great shot selection there from Yura. I don't know if that's sarcastic or that's not. That seems pretty serious. Silva channeling his inner Yura for that one. No one knows what that means. It's probably positive. Welcome to Off the Crossbar, a Real Salt Lake podcast. We're joined today. I'm trying to sound as unexcited as I can because there's a lot of news. We have a special guest. And I figure if I start unexcited, when I get more excited, it'll be a normal level of excitement. Uh, Joining us today, as usual, Trevor Brady. Say hello, Trevor. Hello, Trevor. I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) Nice. Kyle Sipple. Hello. He didn't give me the chance to say it. (laughs) He's learned. Yeah. Hello. And uh, joining us today is Lucas Moeller. Who Hello. you'll know from RSL Soapbox Dot and com. a segment later in the show. That's right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. The, the joke is that we already did the later thing. so We created a, a time loop. This is all an we're, act. We're stuck in the time loop now. This I is like an episode the, of Quantum Leap. On the, yes. the second segment, you also introduced me very thoroughly. So I get a double introduction. <laughs> you know, just in case we went long. Oh. I don't want to I don't want to skip introducing that's, Lucas Muller. Uh, that's good. I, I think the you... other introduction is better, so look forward to that later <laughs> earlier in the show. You've now said Lucas Muller 3 times and every single time in my head I'm thinking you're going to complete it to say Lucas Mulholland. Oh. Every time. Is his name Lucas? It's not Lucas, right? No. I don't I, think it's I don't Lukey. know. But every single time you say it, and I'm like, Mul- no, it's not Mahal. It's Muller. That's his name. That makes oh, sense. Man. Wow. So you're saying it that way. So uh, let's just get started in the news. Uh, lay out a little bit of an outline for what you'll get later in the show. And then uh, we'll do some <laughs> this analysis. going to be so confusing later. Is, is there any news to report today? Uh, yes, there is. First, Real Monarchs won the USL Championship Championship. I think that's the way it's said, right? It's the, they're the it's championship the, champions. Yeah, they're oh, the yeah. USL championship champions. I, they also are, they call it the USL championship final, is what they were That's using. They're the title wise. holders of yes. their division. The world, as Deloitte would say, the world champion, cha- the world champion <laughs> soccer champions. Anyway, of the United, it's confusing that the United name of the league is championship. <laughs> yeah, just league. Anglophiles, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, that was like a good, like, it should just be called the UFL Championship. Oh, yeah. Because of England. So we'll we'll get a lot more into that game later. Just know it was a great game. The team came back from 1-0 down, 1-3-1. Excellent game. Uh, Kyle's favorite player scored a goal. So Not good. Kellen Rowe. That's my other it, favorite player. It's Eric Holt. It's Eric Holt. The man. So that's the first big news item. The second big news item I have have listed here, Trevor doesn't actually know any of the news that came out today. We teased it earlier. So this is great. Uh, We've got some upcoming dates and MLS processes. (laughs) That's not the news. We know that. (laughs) Thursday is the club deadline to exercise options on players. We'll see if we have a coach and or general manager signed at that point. Yeah. Uh, Monday, free agency opens. 
Tuesday is the first stage of what they now call the reentry process. Thursday is Thanksgiving, <laughs> and the following Friday is Black Friday. In case you forgot, that's where you do all your shopping. You really you doesn't sit on Amazon all day. Uh, and then the following Tuesday is stage two of the reentry Matthew. process. <laughs> <laughs> so the first skip ahead to the good part. The first big actual meaningful news <laughs> can't do this you announcement today uh well we have hired up how the announcement was made <laughs> we should talk about that. that's actually we need some context one deloy hansen we had to go back further and talk about the firing of spencer checkets let's take it back to 2005 <laughs> the selling the of the team first yeah announced dave checkets Del- met his wife an inter- interview on espn 700 speaking with spence checkets so plenty of drama there Oh, yeah. Very good. The Drive is the name of the show. I had forgotten that. I, I keep forgetting. I just that. looked at the Twitter account. Oh, good job. Yeah, oh, the Drive Twitter. 700. Because it's like the, during the like drive home time, isn't it? Yes. From like oh. 3 to 7 or something like that? Yeah. Yes. Four, like four to Which six. is ironic because I missed the yeah, first half of it because I was driving home, not knowing that it was on. Yeah. It's called The Drive. <laughs> uh, so the, the first big <laughs> announcement that Hansen made, which he said he shouldn't make but was going to make anyway because he wanted to give him some information. <laughs> it was We that have hired Yura and... was a mistake. Oh, that was... came out later. Oh. What was a mistake? Yura. Yura oh, okay. Uh we have signed an assistant general manager. Oh goody. Great news. Exciting news. Most exciting position on the team. So Elliot Fall doesn't have a job anymore. We're not sure about that. Yeah, unclear. Yeah, that I would imagine he does. Who do you think it is though? <laughs> Who do I think it yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, Trevor. It's a name you know. Is it a name I know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's looking at the outline it's that we got. It's not Hobbiter Olave. Is that the mistake? <laughs> it's Yura. We, we hired Yura, and that was a mistake. It was just purely a clerical mistake. <laughs> Dude. No, but that's exciting. We've hired an assistant GM. Yeah. No, did you look I at know, the I know who it is. Yes. Yeah. That's It's Tony Beltran. That's awesome. Everyone's favorite former right back. That's so great, dude. I think he, he's he's going to be great in the role. He's super smart, super focused. Handsome. Very handsome. That's Has a, a cute son. That's a really smart hire. That last yeah. point is like, very important to A cute son. But yeah, that really is weird about hire. what is happening to Elliot Fall. Because theoretically, he was the one interviewing Jason Kreis. Which, not even theoretically, he was the person interviewing Jason Kreitz, right? I would think there would Didn't be we say other that? people as well in right. the interview, but yeah. Or he was the one that called Jason? I can't remember what that first story was, but like, how did he... Yeah, so what, where is he going? Can you have two assistant GMs? Is that a thing? I yeah. don't know. It, I mean, it certainly could be. The team probably needs more help back there, right? In the in the back office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're... Plenty of questions. Uh, we do know we have an announcement coming when you're listening to this podcast today. For us, it's tomorrow, Wednesday. Nice. You could be listening past Wednesday. To me, that has to be the Monarchs head coach. That's, I think, the most solid guess. I can't, like... And you think it's going to be a lot Because of they're... Um, well, there's a parade for the Monarchs tomorrow for Pum and Harriman. Uh, if you're listening to this and haven't made plans tomorrow, you should go. Um, but 4 p.m. It would, on a it would, Deloitte is Hairman, scheduled to give a speech. It would make sense that in that. Dude, he's, he's such a 
like what is the word he's a, such a show brilliant oh so yeah he's the greatest showman he's like i'm i'm gonna hold a parade and then i'm gonna make an announcement that i shouldn't make that was preluded to an interview i did with my favorite step nephew spends jackets <laughs> we, man i wonder if spence how he'd feel about being called deloy's step nephew <laughs> oh, i'm sure he's thrilled actually it's like ex step nephew so and current employee and current employee that wasn't <laughs> weird at all yeah that was great when that he was... basically says i could fire you dude he was like oh man he's like oh man it's crazy that i own this building and everything everyone and everything inside of it but good thing we're a great sports station now that we have you back but just a reminder i own everything here and i am the emperor <laughs> that was the weirdest interview like it was cool but it was it was and awesome. spence was like i don't know that was cool that was a good interview he did really well he's despite... a good interviewer and i'm pretty sure he's harboring <coughs> he has a right to harbor some pretty harsh feelings but yeah deloy gave him a sweet gig it sounds like weird interview though so so we think <laughs> probably this. monarch's coach right uh he, something for sure he gave uh further news uh which i haven't written in the document i should have he gave us kind of a, a, I think, a self-imposed deadline for when other moves will have been announced by, if not announced on that date. And that would be... Oh, I... Ow. I hurt my finger. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep covering more suspense here. Yeah. Uh, I suspect December 6th uh, for any new things. Uh, so hiring of a coach... Hiring of a general manager. And all new things? He brought that up as or a deadline a multiple times. Yeah. I don't know if he's at the end th- of the, the first six. week in December. Yeah, December. he said Kyle Beckerman's going to make a decision about his career by then. He's like brought up a lot of yeah, stuff I think in reference it, to it was, well, They'll start discussions after that when there is a coach and general manager. Yeah. Yeah. Which, respect to Hanson, that's better than he's done in the past. That is true. Also, would he announce at the... Is that respectful? I don't know. (laughs) At at the parade, if he makes an announcement about the Monarchs head coach and it's not Olave, wouldn't that be weird? Uh, Not necessarily. Having not made an announcement about... Or or would the assumption automatically be made that he's going for... He's heading to RSL. Olave, specifically. Yeah, that... no, No, that would be really weird if they said... Here's your new head coach, the guy who didn't just win. Yeah, the that's what I'm saying. We so like Mark Briggs back without having first announcing him to go to like to RSL. That would be strange. I think so. It's got to be Alave. I think Alave wants that. that job. Okay, and I, it would make sense to me. if it's any. Either they don't make an announcement tomorrow about Alave or today, if you're listening, um, or it's just. They're not going to announce anything at all. Like it's yeah. Not, I feel like it's not going to be an announcement. Else. Would, would be weird at a championship. Parade. I think that'd be kind of fun though. Fans would love it because everyone, yeah, that, everyone loves him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what so. I'm thinking. If you're going to make an announcement during a championship parade about the team, mm-hmm. the only one that makes even a little bit of sense is one that's going to excite the crowd and make the crowd like super stoked. Mm-hmm. And for the Monarchs, the only thing that that could be. Is it Olave is going to be made the coach? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine they can't. They couldn't be like, "Oh, we're shaking up the front office." Yeah, we're going to re like nobody's going to care about that. That's not a championship. Hey, we're letting Olave go and bringing in someone new. Yeah, like Olave was a little bit of a disappointment. (laughs) He drew that one game. What else can he do to get that job? Yeah, 
If he, if he wants it, he should he should have it. Yeah. And I, I know, Trevor, you're going to talk about later in the show. You will. You think so? Future Trevor. Future Trevor and I talk about this briefly later. Yeah, <laughs> signing your club legends to head coach gigs. Yeah. Uh, so. No one wants to pull a Frank Lampard. Yeah. That's pretty great, though. I kind of delight jealous in that. Yeah. I'm hoping Robbie Keaton is Spurs. It's going to speak it into existence. It's going to be Mourinho, but you can. You can <sighs> it'll be fun. Um, what were we talking about? The announcement. Anything. Did he Did he seem to imply that it was for sure coming during a parade? No, no. Okay, I honestly think they might just announce a bunch of stuff tomorrow before. Yeah. Like during the day. Yeah, they could just. And he, he was not specific about like the magnitude of the announcement. Uh, and when pressed by Spence Checkets, he didn't immediately fold, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, respect. Dude, I don't know. He wants to be like a he wants to be like a Bob Craft type of owner so badly. Like way too way too public facing, way too involved. That whole interview is so weird. Like I've said that multiple times already. What's, Whatever. What's a Bob Craft? Just owner, like an owner, like. owner personality. Like some owners are very much like only come forward when they need to. And I think Gail Miller is a good balance of that. Like she's like a personality like during that whole thing where there was like the racist jazz yeah. or whatever. She like that was like a time where she's like, I'm stepping forward as the own, owner to speak for the organization. That is so weird to compare that to like Deloitte going on a radio show using the word iconic like way too many times, teasing about Kyle Beckerman maybe retiring, talking about Nick's ventures into business from here, and now he's been preparing for a while and was nursing a shoulder injury. Like, he, it's just way weirdly specific that I've never, like, I'm not used to a, a, sport, a sports owner like that when it comes to the teams I like, I guess. So here's what Hansen said specifically about the Wednesday announcement. Uh we do think we'll be able to make one announcement tomorrow. He's then pressed by Spence Checkets. You know, yeah. is it going to be a coach, general manager? I, so Hansen responds, I tend to be a little forthcoming, and that tends to get me fined or in trouble. <laughs> the steps are in motion. So... So he didn't answer anything. He didn't answer anything, but... It's funny to make I wouldn't him be make shocked that if statement it's a bigger one. current... Uh, with the pending litigation against the club <laughs> to say that on radio. Uh, if Mike Pecky's lawyers are listening to they're this, they're just uh, like, dude, shoot me an email. I want all yeah. the It's so funny. Uh, lawyers are usually extremely forthcoming about their clients' information, Matt. That's a good shout. <laughs> they will probably email you everything you want. We're law boys. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so the Kyle Beckerman news that he may or may not retire. Uh, I, there was plenty of speculation about that, right? Yeah, I mean, that's not really news. Like, we've all been thinking about that, like, all season, haven't we? So the news is that, uh, that Deloitte, Deloitte doesn't know it. what Kyle Beckerman's going to do. I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Beckerman just retires and rides off into the sunset. What's, what player starts almost every single game of their last season before retirement? Like, I, oh, yeah. what I better time like is he going to... Yeah. Say that, like, okay. Other than a key, unusual, other than right? a historical keeper, like what what field players are Pirlo, are getting started? Who <laughs> did Pirlo retire yet? Is he done? Steven Gerrard. He was unplayable. Those two guys were unplayable for their last like, like two seasons, and they still played. They still started like every single game. Yes, 
exactly like literally unplayable but yeah i don't know i think that would be a great time for kyle to retire i'm not just saying that as somebody who didn't want to see him in the starting lineup a lot of times i i just the fan in me would hate that uh, i would be bummed he but doesn't like, get a season to like be celebrated the way Nick does did. he seem like the type of guy that would want that's, that that's me though like that's my opinion yeah. i feel like that's definitely more of a kyle beckerman way totally. to handle it is to just like Take a picture from the top of a mountain with a Dude. fishing rod in his hand and have him just be like, Thanks. peace, guys, and that's it. Yeah, that's like, exactly that's what That's a Kyle Beckerman retirement. He's like posted on, on social media like twice in the last like five years. He like clearly doesn't – I mean, it's not like he's a rude guy. Like he's super nice to everyone I've seen him come in contact with. And like when I've talked to him, he's been nice. Is that uh, – Trevor probably <laughs> disagrees with that. Weird. No, I'm not no. – <laughs> He's Forget just like that. a normal dude no, he's super nice. that like doesn't seem like he wants fanfare at all and would totally do the yeah, I'm just gonna retire now and I yeah. like I'll show up for like the five year anniversary of whatever. But yeah. Do you I think don't know. do you think he'd be the sort of player that would accept a testimonial? Like retire in playing condition, play a preseason testimonial? I mean that'd Maybe. be great. I just want a testimonial. <laughs> just yeah, like, I was gonna say I don't think testimonials are really a thing. We've had in this DeMarcus in the history Beasley's of MLS, like I can think of two testimonials. What about a combined ever had? Ramondo, Olave, Beckerman, Morales, just like a grab a boy. Jason Christ, <laughs> Te- the nine. Jason Christ testimonial. So, Sabarillo so, still playing. To come back, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like still I was amazing. To answer the question, yeah. to answer the question, I would love a testimonial. I love the idea of testimonials. They're a lot of fun, but they're not a thing. They just don't happen. Yeah. Yeah. In this country, anyway. Yeah, it was weird how Nick Romano got two home farewell games. That was cool. Yeah, that was great. I like that. Yeah, I've said I missed a second one. Oh, yeah, you weren't there. You were I think I was scouting in, in Europe. I was taking I was photos, and I was excited London. to take photos with you on the field, but you were cool finding our next star striker yeah that's right and, uh, i forgot he was on bulgaria. special assignment it's hurricane oh in bulgaria uh <laughs> top bulgarian strikers Stoichev, the barcelona dude Stoichev. bulgarian football player footballer of the year hold on wait one second for wikipedia to load it's gonna be <laughs> despedov plays for austrian bundesliga right. side sturm graz Nice. I'm excited for him to join the squad because of <laughs> Lucas's work yeah. uh, during Good Nick job, Ramondo's Lucas. second to or last home game. Isn't anyway. Graz, aren't they second division? I don't know. Yeah, Do I really didn't miss you with that. I know I've heard of them before. That, that Bulgarian good. side, aren't they in second Bulgarian division or are they in first? <laughs> no, they're in is Austria. In, is that in Bulgaria? In I thought Austria. you said it was they're the Bundesliga side. In Austria. Sorry, whatever. His okay, nickname is the game. astronaut. We have to sign this guy. Wait, He's only twenty three. The cosmonaut. Yeah, probably, but it's not. <laughs> anyway, um, last news item for now. Uh, unless something erupts on Twitter that we're not expecting, which would be awesome. We're all assuming Jason Christ gets at least one yeah. of the jobs, right? I think that's. There's no way it's not. It's not him for at least are you guys that confident yeah. about it yeah wow. yeah it's, he's not. one of the two for sure interesting and i'm leaning towards gms give them the more likely one if that, tony's hired as an assistant if elliot fall is not like taking a job somewhere else are you we saying just elliot have, like, fall two... head coach no <laughs> if elliot <laughs> fall sure. is like still with the organization it might make sense maybe i have no idea it might make sense to have like jason christ be like 
over player personnel and then just have like two assistant GMs. So Christ is like just over everything. Yeah. But mostly just as like a, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, an idea guy. He just comes up with the ideas and he's in charge of Big players. Ideas. But the guys that go out and actually get the players and sign the players are like Elliot the and Tom. This, this sounds exactly like the setup in the office when Steve and Jim split <laughs> manager, manager yeah. duties. Co-assistant out to the great. regional manager. Steve and Jim, yeah. Michael Scott and Jim. We're, we're using our show names. <laughs> Steve Carell is his real name. But Jim is not... <laughs> John Krasinski's real name. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You you went half and half. Oh, I did. You said Stephen Jim. Yeah, I Steve Carell. Michael. Wow. Okay. Anyway, uh, you're saying that was my mistake. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember now where I was, but yeah, every great nation has had two leaders and <laughs> two presidents and the two popes. So the I- two popes. <laughs> That's right. Which I- there was a while where there actually was two popes in the 14th century. There's a pope and what's now known as the anti-pope. Really fascinating stuff, guys. Yeah, Luca, Lucas is a I'm Lucas is a church nerd. He told me all about it. I minored in church history. So. <laughs> I minored in church. <laughs> I'm not church history. Oh boy, is that what it says on the degree? Is church history? It actually just says history, but like 75 percent of my classes were church history classes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of history is driven church by history. religion, right? <laughs> That's right. Anyway, history is uh, written by the victors. Before we move on. Nobody selected in the expansion draft from Real Salt Lake. I loved how unexciting I, that was. I've forgotten yeah. that already. I already forgot that happened. Yeah. He had a mini little thread, and then that was it. I, I think Plot is probably leaving Real Salt Lake. Yeah, the, there were some, like, after our predictions about who would be on the list, there was some, like, weird... The actual list was strange, because, like, the rules still don't make sense for no. who gets automatically protected. Like, the homegrown thing and, like, the age... So much of that is just... It's, there's no clarity to it. It's so annoying. The players that we thought wouldn't be able to be on that protected, automatically protected list were Justin Glad and Bofa Saucedo. Uh, yep. They were, and so our predictions were bad. But no one got selected anyway, so yeah, we just killed matter. some time on a nap. Had some fun. Yeah. Great. Did uh, I haven't caught up on the news today. Did Harry Ship get picked? No. Uh, no. No, okay. Somebody so. got traded to that FC Cincinnati. Sailed. Nice. Somebody a, got a traded to FC Cincinnati, reminding me that they are a team because I forgot that yeah, they, they are. Yeah, they didn't exist last year. I don't think they would like to think that as well. I think. <laughs> oh, well, we're, yeah, I've got this on first. Is that a Cincinnati? Oh, Nashville. Oh. Is that is that the MLS clubs? It's a USL's. Wow. Yeah. Wait. So what's Lucas the, is wearing a the, Nashville the MLS soccer one club is way shirt? worse than that. Wait, who are, it looks very nice. Who are the that two? looks nice. The MLS one is awful. I bought the shirt in Nashville when they were about to become a USL team. Whoa, when is Austin coming into the league? Are they still 20, coming into 21? the league? I yeah. thought Austin just got two USL teams. Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss no. this <laughs> off air. Uh, we'll take a short break. We'll come and talk about Real Monarchs. Uh, following our discussion of Real Monarchs, we'll have some short analysis period. Why do you I like talking hate about fun, like Matt? I hate it's the fun. All we, were, fun. we were just starting to have fun. You can have fun without <laughs> being on air. Without recording it. Okay, that's fair. The league? You can 2021. Okay, you can get their crest on, on FIFA <laughs> Ultimate Team, so I was really confused Ooh. that we have... Why can you get they're, their crest They're going to be the most hated and team. Break.
joining us on Off the Crossbar today uh, early because we, we're recording things out of order because we're really good at podcasts. That's a joke, I hope. Wait, are we recording? We're, yeah, we're actually Yeah, recording. he's recording right now. Okay. Uh, is one Lucas Moeller, who you'll know from uh, the German national team, and also uh, RSL Soapbox. That's right. Where he is the uh, star midfielder, social media editor, when did you social get control media of the manager, account? and oh, photo editor. Really? Has that been you this whole time? Uh, we kind of trade off a little bit, but it's mostly Lucas. Yeah, usually if it's not in-game stuff and it's not a link to an article, that's me. Oh, yeah, in-game stuff is you, huh? Uh, sometimes. Well, Almost sometimes. always because I yeah, now, you're taking photos. Yeah. If they're away, it's often me yeah. unless I'm gone. But yeah, And, and now yes. the whole world knows our secret. That's so. right. Uh, now you know who to fight doesn't... with, who to call out directly <laughs> Yeah. when they don't praise um, you know, Luis Silva enough. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. I hope Bob Sacco listens to this podcast. I would love if Bob listens. I seriously think Bob's the greatest. One of my favorite Twitter accounts. I love how much he loves business and transactions and like forming business transactions and then randomly just is is obsessed. Is he also Vincent Adult Man? Dude, I'm pretty sure he is. But like everyone, like he he retweets like a like a business bro bot. But then his like if you dig actually into his like Twitter replies who he's going after yeah. it's always matt it's always those are i don't get it at. i really I don't it. get it like what did i do i mean he's threatened you legal mean... action against some people we know yeah, really true. i can't legally say who but it's jake <laughs> sounds like you legally can say who <laughs> i'm pretty sure i can <laughs> yeah i'm sure he said it on his podcast the rival show that's the oh, is that what it's called the rival show the no rival i call show. yeah jake's podcast the rival show yeah after seeing andy's rivals. new mustache i was like i need to support the off the crossbar yeah that's a good call anyway we've brought lucas in to talk about real monarchs noted real monarchs expert lucas muller who uh happened to be Honestly, yeah. at the game in the game. he took what my i fan. learned is called louisville yeah exactly L- but louisville Loserville is what Luke is called. Uh, I was actually nervous about that. That was pretty I got good. Out of town. Well, they were, they start. Well, they literally started fights with our with our boys. So, don't blame you. But uh, the the game before is when you captured my favorite photos of uh, Deloy Hansen that have ever been taken, where he looks like a sh- like he looks he looks glorious. I know where that was going. He looks like a sh- like he looks like a supervillain in like the most suntanned way I've ever seen. Yeah, we'll get back to him later. Did those make it to the internet? Other than, I'm, yeah. I think they were just on the secrets. In the secrets. But, uh, I'm assuming you didn't post those. I did not. No, absolutely not. We have Deloitte news, too. All the Deloitte news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, Lucas, tell us what was it like field level? And, uh, this is clearly like not something you get to do every day. Photograph Mm -hmm. a championship game let alone, like, a championship-winning game? Yeah, I mean, it overall was a very incredible experience. Um, I, despite being born in Tennessee, had never been to Louisville, um, so it was really fun for me to check out that city. To me. I have no idea how close those two places The states are. touch. Louisville's, okay. like, two and a half hours north of Louisville's Nashville. in Kentucky. Which oh, is, so it's like going to Idaho, which is terrible. It's, yeah. Not recommended. It's like visiting Ian or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, but it was interesting that they were playing at a stadium, uh, Lynn Stadium, where they don't normally play. So they're usually at Slugger Field. Um, is that an old baseball stadium? It is. Yeah, it's. I think it's still a baseball stadium. Or Slugger, like something else. Um, no, I think. No, they, I think it's like Louisville Slugger. Yeah, they have a. Oh, you one know, the very the famous Slugger, baseball. The one brand. who punched our boy. Oh. I'm back on it again already. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, but. Uh, I believe they're opening a new stadium, like a soccer-specific stadium of their own next season. Um, and, yeah, it was a great atmosphere. It was a lot of, like, it was packed out. It was sold out within 96 minutes or something it really? like that. It really? looked yeah. good on TV. Um, it was cool. And there were 200 and 250 um, traveling supporters between um, Wasatch Legion, family, and different, like, staff members. Um, there are at least one charter plane that came out. Um, so there's a good crew. On both sides, and yeah, a lot of energy. That f- that start was real nervy. I, it was bad. Because, yeah. like, with USL, you don't play the other conference yeah. um, until, like, this. And so I was like, dude, like, that would be weird to, like, not go into a, to go into a championship game in soccer without any context of who you're playing. Yeah. Um, especially in American sports, it's weird. But, uh, yeah, I was like, are they just, like, that much better? Because it looked bad from, like, the first... Really up until yeah, they, they scored. Monarchs looked very shell shocked to start. It was no doubt that they were getting kind of played off the field until about twenty minutes. It shifted and it seemed to be a bit more balanced. They were creating some chances, and then that Holt goal just so changed the game. Dude, I'm such an Eric Holt guy. I already said we should drop uh, what's his face for him. Silva. Mm, Silva. Yeah. I mean, Justin Glad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I said specifically. Justin Glad. I was like, man, I really wish my two least favorite players, Justin Glad and Ned Manoa, would just like <laughs> leave already. Want to see Silva Holt twenty? Dude, I got way into to Nadam's podcast. Oh, it's, it's so great. good. Anyway, I sent him a message. Another um, rival show. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not if you're listening to this, we're coming for you. Uh, I sent him a message after the last one saying, and this is true, that that was when I learned that Bradley Wright Phillips was Ian Wright's son. Really? And he thought that was really funny. Yeah. yeah, that's they look the exact same with that bald noggin of theirs, yeah. that combined bald noggin. But like, what other podcast gets Bradley Wright Phillips and Zach Moss, the like running back for the University of Utah? Probably very few. Yeah, that's just a weird crossover. Yeah. And he's like knows so much about college football for some reason. It was he's weird. just really smart. He's the smartest and person. I think extremely I've ever good looking. And that's his the accent one, is just that's silky that, smooth. Zach Moss one was the one I haven't listened to. It's so good. Dude, Adam's talking to him about like student athletes getting paid, like how much they should get paid, and all. They just have a crazy conversation about college football that I never would have expected out of an RSL center back that wasn't Chris Winger. Or yeah, even a noted RSL center back. Uh, so, <coughs> circling back a little Sorry. bit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that Eric Holt goal kind of opened things wide up, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and changed the tenor of the game. Uh, and set pieces obviously have been a big part of the Real Monarchs season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think, has been really interesting. Uh, but is that because they're playing three gigantic people at the back? It could also be that they're coached by Olave. Who I don't played... think he ever scored any set piece goals, Trevor. He scored several. He got scored on. So... <laughs> Both sides of the coin. He knows it all. <laughs> yeah. No, Alave was like legitimately in his day. He was like one of the best attacking center back set piece yeah, I like threats. His 
Cool. I think that counts for a lot. Yeah. We don't... What? I mean, I've... Not to go back to RSL in the middle of our Monarchs thing, but I've said for a while, and it's pretty evident, that this team is terrible at set pieces. And it's not that we don't have players that are capable of it. I think it's just that we don't really have anybody on staff that can teach that kind of stuff. And when mm-hmm. you have a team with people on staff that can teach that kind of stuff, it makes a big difference, and that's really evident in the Monarchs. Yeah. I mean, Alave has... 21 career goals, which is really good for a center back. I, I think, yeah, Trevor's theory is pretty sound. Yeah. First time for everything. <laughs> Save you, that clip. You knew that was coming. Alave, Save that clip and play that clip. Alave is, every show. is ripped, dude. Like, I, oh. when I was taking photos of that one game and I was by Alave, I was like, dude, <laughs> how? I don't think he's, yeah, lost. You've seen the ESPN body issue with him, right? That's a thing. It's a it's a thing. Wait, wait, are we're, you just not figuring out about the body issue, or are you know. figuring out about Olave being in it? Okay, I don't follow the body issues normally. Like yeah, Olave's in it. Just Google Olave body yeah, issue. Wasn't it like two thousand like ten or eleven? He scored his 10, first 11, yeah. goal for RSL on my right, birthday. I'm googling Olave nudes right now. We'll see what yeah. comes back. Olave. <laughs> gonna have to mark this one as explicit. I think. Oh, don't. We're just uh, talking. We're not gonna like show them. Man. <laughs> Check your show notes for news. <laughs> Look at those quads. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, his calf looks like a bowling ball in that. Just like the yeah, same. For those right of you who there. can't see, it's uh, a lot of his calves, and they look like a bowling ball. Dude. Okay. This yeah. is the sort of analysis we've been yearning for. So, thanks. This Lucas. is what makes us the top of the rival pod. <laughs> so. So, Lucas, I have a, another kind of a tactical question. Yes. Uh, that 3-5-2 that, mm-hmm. that the Monarchs ostensibly play, Yeah. How, however you decide to cast, so whether it's a 5-4-1 in transition or however, Yeah. Uh, is that, like, you've watched a fair amount of Monarchs games this year. A few, yeah. Is that a, a new thing for them? Is it a yeah. is it something you've seen? It's not something that um, Martin had the team doing uh, it changed a little a number of I can't remember exactly when but a number of games into um, Olave's uh, time as the interim head coach which um, hopefully is coming to an end uh, yeah. with a change that question, of that question yeah. you asked Olave him out for sure Lucas <laughs> ask your question tell us your question you asked him uh, I believe roughly what I said to Olave in the post-match uh, press conference was you just won um, the USL championship. What is it going to take for you to get named as the full-time head coach of Real Monarchs? Did he just stare? <laughs> he yeah. smiled. He uh, he always he, smiles. He's the nicest human. He like was not sure what to say and basically said uh, that decision is up to someone else. Yeah, I mean, it's accurate. That is true, and I wonder if he just. You know, kind of to Trevor's point, like if you want pe- to keep people internal, maybe you don't always give them the head coaching job. Maybe he's an assistant for RSL again next year, depending on who comes to the uh, the helm. That could be interesting. I think we've seen that assistant coach at Real Salt Lake is a promotion in this organization from head coach of Real Monarchs. We saw that with Freddie Juarez, I think, had Mark Briggs stuck around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be opportunities there. Mark Briggs was also um, a good example of the type of coach that, like, you could bring in to be a coach and not necessarily be, like, promote from within. Kind of, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the point about Freddie that I was making last week and the point about Olave is it's difficult 
to fire somebody that's been with the organization for yeah. so long and has grown with the organization. But somebody like Mark Briggs is a good coach, mm-hmm. and he's the kind of guy that could come in and be a good coach, and then if you need to fire him or let him go for results or whatever, then, like, you could, and it's not... Or whatever. You could, and it's not, like... We've let too many it's, coaches It's not a big organizational whatever. problem. There's also the one example of a Monarchs head coach going to RSL head coach. Yeah. So yeah. That did not work out very well. Oh, right. I wonder why. At the end of the day. <laughs> I think that falls into those other reasons. 100 did have a 100% win winning record with, with, record with the Monarchs. And so. I was at that game. It was incredible. Um, wow. Build him a statue. <laughs> Can you imagine, Justin dude? Harriman. I, I think we've been trying to get rid of those statues. Oh, that's... <laughs> That was inappropriate. Man, that was good. Lucas. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, that was so good. Yeah, I mean, I guess I am curious about the 3-5-2. Do you all think that that's something that could work well for RSL? We have three excellent center backs. Maybe with um, Eric Holt, just because of how much I love that guy. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> Silva is the backup. Yeah. Holt is your starting I don't know. There's several like different options that three five two gives you, mm-hmm. and you kind like of the different options. You kind of need players that fit into one of those. Which the monarchs have, and I feel like monarchs that, have in my mind. I, I really like that move by Hamasen because it points to he understands his players, he understands tactics, he's he can adjust, um, and it's not just the monarchs weren't just doing the four three three. Or the four two three one that RSL have been doing. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of the three five two. Just mostly just because it's not a four four two or a four. No. You know what I mean? It's something different and unusual, and it always forces teams to adjust to it, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing to have. But I don't know. It'd be fun. It's not really something that I don't. I don't think I've ever like tried to think of how you would set up RSL in a three five two. Did we do that against kind of LAFC and get smoked? I thought I mean, we've done it where we like mid game switch to it. I think yeah, we like so every now and take out a fullback and bring in a winger. In LAFC, it may not have been. I don't think it was this season. It I think you're right. Oh no, I think I know what we game did, you're thinking of. We started of. with the three five two one time. That was like the game where we it ended like four to one or something. Yeah, garbage. and Brooks. I don't know if we had actual wing backs, I might be more into that. Like if instead of like converted say, wing backs, say like you know someone puts in a good word and. Andy Robertson and Trenton Alexander-Arnold from Liverpool decide to come over because they just love Brooks Lennon, you know, their fellow alumnus so much that we got them on RSL. I'd be way down for that because they're incredible. I forget where this came from. Uh, I got Brooks lost. Three, three, five, two. Lucas was oh, asking how viable a 3-5-2 would be. I told you exactly what win I would be okay with. The apparently what we need to do is just drop millions of dollars. I mean, that sounds fine. <laughs> I don't know, man. Deloitte Hansen on, on today two very did specific say, players. Deloitte said a lot of things millions today. Of dollars. Uh, he, he did say that two of the targets are that the club has are they are in discussions with, and the third they've identified. Super interesting to me. Yeah. But we don't know a lot. I he love, also said I some other things we'll talk like, about. drops like, news like, about players, and they're like, we have identified somebody that we like to... So-. Like, yeah, that's the easiest hearing part it, of the job. Hearing it come from Deloitte is so weird. We should talk about that later. <laughs> Club that President Deloitte Hansen? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that whole interview felt like... 
I don't know. And, and remember, Trevor doesn't actually know. I don't know what and we're recording oh, this really before we talk this. about the news. Trevor doesn't. We'll he wasn't aware of the Deloitte the thing. So the interview that happened today. I'm just going to react to you guys talking about it. Okay. Cool. We'll go, there. Like we'll go later. Trevor's going in blind. Thing. It's a new game. Yeah, Trevor fun. goes in blind and then shares a very strong opinion seconds <laughs> later. That's, the, that's a great game. That's the name of this podcast now. I love that. No longer off the crossbar. Sorry about that, Mark. You designed a great logo. And <laughs> Dude, I'm he gave me stickers to today. Oh, did he? Yeah. Do you have them? So nice. I have. Yeah. Oh, let's get them out. All right. Uh, Sorry, any, let's... Anything else about Real Monarchs we should touch on uh, about that pretty so, great game? Yeah. Just specifically about the game. I think Lucas was going to talk first, so, Trevor. This ahead, is Lucas. not a game sorry, specific I thing. Actually, I do okay. ha- there are a few more Monarchs things I wanted to discuss. Um, nice. Ooh, this is a nice sticker. Yeah, it's um, too big. <clears throat> it's not a nice sticker anymore. It's too big for the back of my phone. So first off, um, Dave w- wrote a good article like recapping the game. and Yeah, RSL Soapbox writer Dave Cheever. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the comments was... Like something along the lines of, I hate to break it to you all, but this doesn't matter at all. Because he doesn't value this, I can't remember who wrote it, but doesn't value the Monarchs because there are older players on that team. And the thing that matters is developing young players. I'm curious to hear everyone's take on that uh, because I feel like it does matter. I feel like, yes, in my mind, the Monarchs still is a second division team, um, but winning is important. Um, so I'd be curious to hear what you guys think. Winning's winning. doesn't matter what level you're doing it at. If you're winning, you're doing something right. It might be, like, as a secondary goal of the team. Like, if the team's goal is to develop players, mm-hmm. they're still doing that. They're not doing that as well as they maybe could, but they're definitely still developing players. I think it was, like, seven of those players were academy pit, academy players or draft picks or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot. Yeah, we're fulfilling that part of the goal, mm-hmm. and if we're doing that and winning a championship on top of it, that's great. Yeah, like, th- trophies are trophies, and they count for every division. So here's my perspective on it: if every player on that squad was over thirty, except David Ochoa, great. If we are then just spending money to develop this young, amazing goalkeeper, great. I think it's doing a lot more than that. But I, I think development, we can't develop, you know, 18 players that will make the jump. Mm-hmm. I think that's an impossibility. Yeah. And I think it's an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. Uh, but like a star goalkeeper, a winger that could join the club, join the parent club soon. Kyle's favorite center back ever. Uh, yeah. Eric Holt getting that time and experience, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, you look at the players and you see how much it means to them, so that's cool. Like, the fans are obviously stoked, too. Deloitte is Deloy. elated. Deloitte. Deloitte Hansen. Delirious Deloitte. Delated. Delightful Deloitte. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. It's cool. Uh, winning that whole thing was cool. Watching it on TV, even that was fun to watch it from here. And we don't see our teams in Utah. We were born, born into the sadness we will live in the sadness. We've have we've had brief ex- escapes from the sadness, namely once, and you know it was great. It's, it's nice to win one. You know, it, it was also great to see a Utah team stop a three-peat for once. Oh, for real? Yeah, they they'd won the last two years. Is that a jazz thing? Yeah, that's yeah, jazz thing. it was. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was referring to when I said what we were born into. Yeah. Oh. I was the fir- my earliest sports yeah, memory is watching the 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 push off, dude. Yeah, 
So. Is that like a movie? Yeah, it's a look Disney. Plus. Yeah, look it up. It's a movie. Great movie. Disney Plus, guys. Yeah, we yeah. So I don't know. That was cool. I liked that game a lot. Um, and it's like we get to see maybe our possible future-ish keeper in a Choa. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think to Matt's point, like if you're developing one player, that's incredible. I I also don't think if you have a team of you know eighteen. 18 year olds or something we tried um, that it's gonna fail they're not yeah. gonna develop as well they're not gonna um i think winning is a learned habit and fighting through is a learned habit when you have older guys uh like right like luke like um uh some of the other dudes i've got their names their ages written down somewhere um but like that experience means a lot um and i think that having that maturity around you around you teaches you professionalism that you would probably otherwise miss out if you're just like you know college age boys playing together yeah and to the winning culture thing like those academy kids coming up are like helping establish a winning culture and being part of a winning culture translates when you move on you know what i mean if you're used to winning you're going to be used to winning when you move to your next team and you're going to want to win and continue winning so that's what I'm saying. Like trophies matter at any level. If they're academy kids are getting trophies in the academy, that's a big deal. That should be so. Like it's obviously not as big as RSL getting a trophy, but it's a big deal. If they're winning academy games, they're going to move up. They're going to want to win um, Monarchs yeah. trophies. Yeah, it's the culture and of then, winning, dude. It makes yeah. a huge difference anywhere you go. There's a reason like people don't want to go to teams in almost any sport really that are historically bad like you got a culture of winning is is something that means something and it brings people it brings talent in it brings per- perspective talent in makes academy players feel better about signing for the team yeah right we we've had a few academy players on the bench right that i think have flown under the radar a little bit they're not the julian vasquez or the the david ochoas uh but we've got is Steve Jasso? He came from the academy, right? I think so. Yep. Did he? And any others? Oh, there's is, Ariaga. Uh, probably others. Is Ariaga an academy? He's is Ariaga? Yep. I don't know. Portia's not, right? No. Yeah. No. He's not. I can't. Oh, wait, he's older than me than we thought too. Remember that? Yeah. Whole yeah. Remember that whole thing we <laughs> I, did? I thought but it was I, like 22. Remember how quickly he got a red card? That was great. Oh, because you were talking about the expansion Beautiful. draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. Right. Not even the fastest red card. In an RSL debut, which is really incredible. who was it? Oh, I'm trying. Do you that's remember? So, that's wild. I remember that it happened. It was a tray like fact. There yeah. was a tray fact. It was someone, definitely a wiki tray. Someone tray else had like come on and immediately gotten a it was red. Like Twelve and it was, seconds or something. Tray and it was someone like four like, a.m. in Austria sense. to tweet out a fact <laughs> like that. <laughs> he always does. Um, uh, man. Yeah, I mean, and so going back to the game itself, like my perspective, and I asked. Um, Conrad about it in the post match like Conrad Plua, right? Mm-hmm. He's center back. He got the headed goal for the second uh, Monarchs goal. Um, it was to me. It felt shaky. Um, he seemed to allude that they the team felt like they had belief. They knew what they wanted to play, um, how they wanted to play. That first goal felt like okay. That was a little bit of luck because they were still coming off this really rough stint. But then the second goal, it was like, oh, they they have a chance. They could do this. Um, and then yeah, the third goal was just you know kind of the insurance goal. Such a good goal. finish from Powder. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was, um, that was cool. I was just behind, I was really close to the goal for that one. And so I have like one really cool picture I need to post of, um, the keeper, like diving and seeing the ball behind him. Um, and powders off in the distance, like kind of blurry and out of focus. Like you can Love tell that. he's like, he's like surprised oh. and watching it the whole way that it's going in. It's um, so nice to see a Utah team like not collapse under the pressure of getting pressure of getting scored on a single time or going down in a game. I like felt like I that wasn't a story I had seen before from us many times where yeah. we go down early and then like come back and just bury the game. And like that third goal was just that was unexpected because yeah. we were fighting off a ton of pressure. I thought we were going to give one up and then he was a ways out too. Yeah, I mean, it was great. He had taken a shot like that in the first half that. I either just went wide or was saved. I can't remember which, but he had some powder. Had some good confidence. Just a perfect bounce right in front of the keeper. Do we do we think Noah Powder's a player that could make the jump now? Mm. Maybe. I think the Monarchs have like two or three players that could make the jump, but yeah. they're all the kind of players that like you don't know. Yeah. Michael Chang is the one that comes to mind. Yeah, and rumors. Jumping out online today, yesterday, that he could ma- be making that jump now. Yeah. Uh, with it a, could be, and, and what I've, I don't know, a lot of people love to get really excited about players that make that jump. I always try to like temper expectations and realize yeah. that a really good player in USL still is probably just a bench player in MLS, and that hasn't really yeah. changed. Yeah, we gotta but, see it. We gotta see how Douglas Martinez does next season. Yeah. I think that's going to be a big test because, I mean, he's going to be one of the ones that was, like, truly signed to the Monarchs, was doing really well, like, thought could fill a spot on the senior team, and I guess we'll see what happens next year with that. But, like... He did look shaky in that one game he played. He looked looked small, and I thought. He looked like he was getting... Mm -hmm. He was getting pushed around. He had some good, good... He had some good things that happened in that game, but he was, seemed like he was just getting pushed around really yeah. easily. But he is really good with the Monarchs, mm-hmm. and it's 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 hard to know when a player is ready to make that move and how to do it successfully. I think. Yeah, and, and how they react to playing to a different level. It, it, mm-hmm. There's some players, and this is my worry with Martinez and watching him with the Monarchs and the very limited time he has with RSL, is like Kyle said, he seemed to be not like below the level but it seemed like he was surprised he wasn't bossing the game like he does a lot of the times in usl Mm -hmm. and a lot of times a player moves up and they realize that they're playing against much better players and they just don't really ever adapt to that and they they're used to being the best player on the pitch and then when they're not the best player on the pitch it just affects them so much more they just become a even worse player yep yeah, so I saw a thread earlier on Twitter from Jed Davies, and he was talking about people making that jump. And just quickly, he said, it's so interesting that there's so little movement of players from USL to MLS. There has to be players not playing at the USL level who are good enough to do it in MLS. The lack of linear movement between the two separate leagues in the same nation is remarkable. Um, and I think that this is more of an issue with USL teams and MLS teams that don't have an affiliate of um, in the other league. There's some people in the comments kind of saying that, like it could be a pro rel thing too, which I don't know, whatever, it's not going to happen. So, um, but yeah, it is interesting that like, it's hard to find people who, who like are definitively, like we know for sure are going to succeed in MLS and whether or not it's just in their head because they're playing in different league or that's the top league or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's weird to know. I think Mark Anthony K was a good example of somebody who made that jump super easily. And uh, I don't know. It's weird. How how do you know? Unless it's just like you don't until that, you cry. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's a good point. There haven't been that many players that have jumped from USL right. to MLS and succeeded. There's been a couple that have come up, but none of them have been like starter quality or, or saw real minutes. Yeah, the yeah. closest we got is like Luke Mulholland, right? Yep. NASL. NASL. I think he did. Yeah, like USL second division year, coming right? up. There's yep. been and there's been a couple like that, but even yeah. then, like they'd still end up being just stories. like mm-hmm. mostly bench players in a couple spot starts. Yeah. And if they ride a. a a wave of playing really well, they'll start for a little bit. And that's kind of how Luke's been with RSL. He was really good for about a minute. And then he then just turned into like out. an okay player. Yeah. With a couple brilliant moments. There's yeah. been a lot of players that go from MLS to USL that drop down and boss and it, the league. And it feels a lot more common, so much coming up. a lot more common in other countries where you see like Jamie Vardy come up or like Deli Alley come from MK Dons. And you know, that's pretty typical as, you're not just signed to a big team's academy and then you get a first team contract. It's you play in lower, lower leagues and work your way up that way. But we don't see that nearly to the degree. Yeah, there's there. not as much free movement of players, it seems. I mean, I, I don't know the. I mean, yeah. There's not a lot of free movement of players. In it's crazy how that, how that happens. I mean, in a league where you have USL discovery rights, when yeah. you can call dibs on some random child in south america and then get them when yeah it's anyway but it's also like that that transfer of players between academies or like you stay in an academy and then get a chance in the league wherever that may be i don't know maybe that's what we'll get to kind of a problem with mls i don't want to call it a problem it's just the way that the league works a lot of teams if they're looking for a player to fill a role they're not going to look to the usl right they will look to second division in in europe or down in South America for that player. So they'll bring in a player, an unknown-to-us player from somewhere else, yep. to fill that role instead of trying to find the best USL player to fill that yeah, role. That That's thread, just a yeah, thing that doesn't really that happen That thread that mentioned, yeah, exactly. That thread that I, I was uh, mentioning, they went on to talk about how both leagues are, like you said, looking to import first. Yeah. Um, USL, like, would a lot of teams would rather just get a quick ticket to success by trying to sign someone from outside any academy that they have access to in the United States or any other um, American player coming out of college or something like that, it's easier to look elsewhere to get that burst to try to win now. Um, so I think that's probably what that guy was trying to make a point about initially, talking about how the USL championship doesn't matter. if it, But he's operating under the premise that everyone's there specifically for the developmental aspect, and if you're not doing that, then it doesn't count, which I disagree with. Yeah, like that's... It's a sports, half the teams in the it's league. It's a sports don't. league for entertainment, and yeah, like, half the teams you can in USL utilize don't have any exactly. stated goal to develop anybody. Right, so it does matter because it's a real league. It's not just like you know. And the, yeah. the positive feelings about Real Salt Lake are crickling over from that, right? Totally. Like yeah. you see the RSL players like being stoked for like teammates essentially in the same organization. Like I think even Albert was like posted a, a graphic of like of everyone and like added their instagrams or whatever so like these guys are friends and that that stuff carries over yeah, yeah. and it's it's a huge pr win right and a for yeah. a team that has sorely lacked any sort of pr win at all over the last like four years and papa is milking it yeah and we love it yeah we love when papa yeah. milks it Okay, any other Monarchs things we want to touch on before we move on? Well, yeah, I mean, just it was really fun to see at the end when the final whistle blew. All the Mon- Monarchs players sprinted for Wasatch Legion. And that, oh, yeah. like, 
that supporters group and those players are close. Like they all know each other. I was hanging out with some of the Legion guys Saturday night, and this guy starts shouting at us from across the street. And it's Jack Blake. And none of us like recognized him at first. Has a weird accent, I guess. Right? Like, Who's this weird <laughs> Southern dude? Uh, is he Southern? No, he's he's English. He's, he's British. Is yeah. he from the south of England? Uh, he is from I think the Manchester area. That's south. Sure, let's call that south. It's more south than other parts of it. Having been there recently, it's not south. <laughs> it's, it's not even a little bit south. <laughs> west, northish. Oh, he was born in Nottingham. Uh, <laughs> Nottingham. That's close to Manchester, right? He was born uh, in Nottingham. I that was... It's in the Midlands. So. Yeah, it's Midlands. Sure. Okay. Well, he and uh, <laughs> sure. It's a. He I mean, and him talked about England's like the that. size of Utah yeah. anyway, so it's all pretty close. <laughs> it's like he's from Fillmore, and it was it was fun. <laughs> And it was it was fun like being on the field during the celebrations, taking photos. Um, the player, I just they were so so ecstatic. The fans were ecstatic. Um, yeah, it was a good time. And I think for Hamasin, he really turned this team around. Under um, Martin Vasquez, who if you don't know was let go um, July first of this year. The team had struggled a good bit. They had. A pretty bad run. They weren't really seen to be as good of a team as they had been under Briggs. Um, Hamison had also had another stint as interim head coach and didn't do particularly well then. Yeah, between um, Briggs stint? and Vasquez. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but was, that wasn't very long, though, was it? No. Not it nearly was, as long as this season. Yeah, not nearly as long as this go yeah. around. Um, but yeah, he took over and uh, definitely turned the team around. I think that changed to 3 5 uh, 2 was very significant. Um, cool. Before the playoffs started, they the Monarchs were given a 3% chance to win the championship. They had to go through... Um, they had a, a home game against Orange County, but then away to Phoenix Rising. And Phoenix had like not lost at home? The they had only season? lost to one other team at home, and that was the Monarchs in the regular oh, season. Oh, that's right, because so they, they did it twice. The end of the year. That's yeah. right. So, and that was pretty insane that they got that result. Um, yeah, and then... Won the Western Conference last weekend uh, in extra time, and on Sunday they won it all. I'm so glad that game didn't go to penalties, dude. I was the, that was the so Western Conference. Yeah. yeah, Eric Holt. Eric Holt, the boy, he's so good. <laughs> that beautiful bald head, dude. That's such a better bald than Michael Bradley. That's the only other bald I can think of. Future that... U.S. Men's National Team captain Eric Holt. Speak it into existence. You heard how, it here first. How old is he? 21, 22. Nice. Old enough to. Yeah, he's been know with better. the first team. I mean, he's been signed for two Dude, or three seasons. Dude, he's ripped now. too out here this year. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of this year. Was it? Yes. Yeah, because he's 23. Yeah, he and Tate came in the same that's year. Okay. He's 23? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Okay. They say yeah, that one and a half brings year back for every memories. year. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all my Congrats. Congrats to the Monarchs. And thanks, Lucas, for joining us. Uh, obviously, we're not kicking you out. Uh, because, <laughs> it sounded like it. Yeah, I wasn't sure. <laughs> because you. we're going to talk yeah. about we'll news now, face is like, which oh, okay. you Bye, listening guys. to the podcast will have heard earlier. So just enjoy the little time loop Are you trying created. to do this so like we've recorded this now, but yeah. it's playing later in the podcast? Yeah. Okay. We'll see how it works. It's not going to work. Okay. We're, we'll take a break here. <laughs> break. <laughs> Welcome back to Off the Crossbar, 
episode three. We didn't say episode three at the beginning, so I thought it was really important <laughs> to say episode three now. It's okay. We could just put this at the beginning and pretend no, that we we've already created a time first. loop. We don't need to create a like a recursive time loop. Because then we're in trouble. I think to be fair too, it should be off the crossbar mark uh, two episode three. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah, it's a reboot. You you know. <laughs> off the crossbar two, electric boogaloo. Oh yeah. Pig <laughs> in the city. Joke already. Uh, so, this is the analysis portion of our podcast, uh, in which uh, now it's three of us, because Lucas is still here, which is great. Uh, will now there's three of us? That will Luke... disagree with one, okay. Trevor Brady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's that's why we're here, isn't it? Why well, I'm here. So, the, the big thing that I'm wondering, and I'd love to get more I- insight from the lot of you... Who should RSL be not extending contract options to? Not extending options to? Well, now we don't know. All this the is my problem name. with this conversation. We don't know who's under contract and who's not. Yeah, yet. we have to make some assumptions or okay, a lot of assumptions. Okay, so say, can we make the assumption that like everyone is has a contract option like starting in a month from now? Because I think if we more, make that more or less, a lot of players <laughs> will have an option. Okay. We let's just assume that everyone could be gone next year, and we have to for the purposes of this conversation. Yes, sure. because we can't. But there's got to be eight or nine players that are definitely under contract for next year. Totally, of course, absolutely. Yeah. So let's just go down the list. Uh, let's get a simple yay nay, and if we need more discussion, we can take it at that point. Uh, Kyle Beckerman. I personally think he's retiring. I think that's fair. So, I think he's probably under contract for next year already. I, I think it's an option year. I think okay. it is too. Right. Yeah. The way pick, Deloitte made it sound, it seems like. I think the team should pick up the option, and then Beckerman will make his choice either way. Yeah, I think I think it is his last year. I think he plays a bit. Yeah. Okay. We can skip mm-hmm. one Tony Beltran because he has I think retired the team should try to retain Tony. Manager. I think that'd be a great idea. Oh, they already have. Good. Oh. Uh, Nick Beasler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we protected him in the expansion draft. Yeah, didn't was technically have to, but yeah, um, sure. Certainly, there there are questions, right? Is he'll be coming off a big injury? I, I think, yeah, keep him. He's good depth. Yeah. Okay. Might be a good starter. I don't have to ask this, but I will well, anyway. Let me back up. He might be a starter. <laughs> Justin Glad. That's true. Absolutely. Oh yeah, he had a great contract year. for life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Donate him with Holt. Uh, Alex Horwath, who Don't it looks him. like is goalkeeper coach yeah. with Real Monarchs. Is that accurate, yep. Lucas? I was going to say, Kyle I thought we had too. that. I don't know if that's been like announced, I, but I thought we like knew that already. Yeah, he was there, and he was like not – I don't know. So yeah, I'm not sure his role, but he was there. Now, two weeks ago, we had no clue because we had no idea who he was. <laughs> That's it. The mystery man. Uh, yeah. Lucas, someone I, I know in person, confirmed that he does exist, and I trust that. Yeah. It's like one degree of separation from Alex, from Alex Horwath. Yeah. Slash. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, he's real. Going to be with the Monarch, so it's fine. Yeah, as, I, I doubt a, he's coming back as a player. As a player? No way. No. He's, there's... he's older than I. I also made the same mistake that we made when we first heard this rumor, and I was like looking up Ethan Horv- Horvath. Oh, yeah. And I was like. We, oh, should try Alex, to, we should try to retain Ethan Horvath. We Alex should. is literally one day younger than me. Oh. I should see if he wants yeah, to do a pretty old. birthday party. <laughs> uh, Sam Johnson. 
I hope we yep. keep him. I, yes. I'm obsessively looking through his Instagram right now just because I'm obsessed with <laughs> everything that Sam does online. Like, he has, you know the highlights you can have on Instagram? He has, like, 11 highlights. They're all just called the highlights. Oh, yeah, and they're all that. just different collections of things. <laughs> it's so funny. But I'm trying to get to the bottom of the mystery of his Camaro. And I think he's in Liberia right now, so I probably probably won't be hearing back from him. In the you next know, hour or two, seeing because... as it's seven nineteen p.m. in Utah, but uh, I'm excited to keep everyone updated on on whether or not Sam Johnson has two gold Camaros or if he's transporting one overseas overseas to Can't Liberia to... in the yeah. off season. That's a teaser for episode four. That's oh, I, yeah. I, we, will, I expect, we will get to the bottom. Of I this. expect to have an answer for everyone by episode by Mark two episode four. Okay, Demir Krylik. Yep. yep. Wait, no. Did you say no? No, I said yes. yes. Absolutely oh. yes. Oh. Everton Louise. Absolutely. Dude, please. Absolutely. Are we going to hear about that in December, probably? Is that how he, that works? I hope so. Dude. Didn't his club already announce it? Yeah. And you then, wrote an article. Yeah. They did. And then it kind of, I, I have no idea what the state of it is. Yeah, that was I bet. I bet he sticks around. Yeah. I'm sure it's just like goofy contract stuff with MLS. Probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think for all intents and purposes, it's definitely like... It's agreed. It's agreed and will be figured out, but... Okay. When that when that news broke, I was at RSL training and asked some of the PR people, and they had no idea. It's just... Yeah. Amazing. Like I said, I'm sure it's just like a contract that got stuck in a MLS Limbo. contract. Dude, are we vortex. even sure he'll, he'll be able to play next year, having committed literal murder on the field <laughs> last game? <laughs> And banned from playing soccer for the rest of his life. Not so. if Taylor Twelman has any say in this league. Rob Stone. Rob Stone. Rob Stone, Rob Stone made a citizen's arrest on Everton Louise <laughs> after that game, and he's been in prison ever since. So, if if Louise, if Everton Louise can get out of prison before the next season, I would love to have him back. Otherwise, you know, good luck to what the was boy. It, Rob, he was like, I would he be, was like, I would be so happy to never see Everton Louise. It was just, I would be happy MLS to never see him play in the league again. So it it was. Give me a break, Boo, dude. dude. Okay, Luke Luke Mulholland. No. Luke, no. Muller Holland. Luke, Luke Muller. I'm too threatened by how similar his name is. Okay. Uh, Neda Monwaha. Yep. Please. Yes. Dude, he's got a podcast. And he he has said that he will he wants to retire here. Dude, yeah. he said that when he was talking to Zach Moss specifically. They're talking about how it's like Utah is like an underrated place, which is what everyone yeah. generally says. Yeah. He is. said RSL is, was the greatest club he's ever played for. Dude. And that was fantastic. Obviously yeah. true. He said if RSL were in the Premier League, they would win. <laughs> for sure. That's win not the, what he said. The top league title. <laughs> Yeah, they would win that the Premier League uh, final championship yeah. after the playoffs. I heard someone's gonna crush in the Premier League playoffs. playoffs. It's gonna be so good. Joe, excuse <laughs> me, uh, Joe Plata. Yeah, I'd be okay with seeing him back. Um, I think I, I think you think extend the offer. Be. Yeah, I think he leaves. I don't think we see him here next year. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I think he will probably so move he's on, not on, on his own. own. I don't think he's on an option year. I think he's. Yeah. straight out of contract. Yep. So I think that's why around. the team was straight so eager contract. to try to move him during the season was because it was the team's last chance to do so. Yeah. I think yeah, I think you're right. I think he's out of contract and he probably moves on. But I think it would be silly to not offer him something. I think yeah, I even if it's maybe, a low ball. Maybe make the offer, but he he, he wants to be somewhere else. And I think I think for his own playing sake, like he has more to give. He's not that old. Yeah. He needs a change of scenery. Yep. Unless he does. maybe Christ comes back and, you know. 
and it's, they, we move back to a four four two, and he plays underneath a true center forward, and he Anderson has Johnson, an, and it's perfect. And he has another like and, fifteen and ten. And season. Albert will pass to both of them, and everything's solved. They're all all three of them are friends. Well, Best hold friends. on there, Lucas. Let's they can all vacation <laughs> in Florida together. Let's slow They're down. They're all Florida guys. Nicholas Romando. Nah. I think you extend the offer. <laughs> uh, Kellen Rowe? Yes, please. Yes. Give me Kellen Rowe. I don't care. Fair. I really like Kellen Rowe, but like you just like we could do without him. Pablo Ruiz. No. Yeah, I'm also He's on the senior roster. He I'm is. And, yeah, taking no, an international not, spot too. Not yeah. on his money. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Uh Albert Rusnak? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we uh, can, I think you have will, to. Will he be back here? Yes. Would any of us at this table, maybe minus Lucas, since he's not part of the official anti Alba Rusnak podcast? Um, I gotta stop. Put this pen down. I keep clicking it. Yeah, he. I. I would. I might be thinking it's time to. At the last year was so bad. I think we already covered that pretty, pretty cohesively. But yeah, yeah. But he'll be here next he'll year. He'll be here next year. Yeah. So no matter yeah. what. I wonder, I wonder how he'll get along with Jason. That'll be... I wonder how we got along with Mike, actually. Probably great for <laughs> undisclosed reasons. Yeah, I bet they had a lot of a lot of personal agreements. Um, On Jersey pork rolls. and pork yep. rolls. Yeah. Exactly. I bet their bet they're Jersey meats right in sync. It's so. Taylor Ham. Yeah. Is that still like the last, like some of Pecky's last tweets? Probably. Dude, uh, was, you look that up while we do this. Nice. Bo- Bovo Salcedo. I, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think it would be silly not to. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But again, I, I think he's like a plot. I think he's probably on his way out. Yeah. Agreed. I think I it think, may depend on the coach, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, if he's not going to get time here, if he's not part of the next coach's plan, then he should, for, like his, for himself, plans. should leave. The Rival Pod had him on. I don't think we've recorded since then. No. But the no. Rival Podcast that shall not be named. Um, RSL something. The RSL no. <laughs> uh, they had Bofo on, and it was really good. He seemed really frustrated, though, which was interesting. He was very candid. I, it made me like Bofo a lot more. I mean, I, I didn't really have anything against him. I just thought he was young. But that was also... I might have my timeline mixed up. That was before the Jason Christ stuff came out, right? It was... I mean, it's been a while since we've kind of assumed it's been Jason. So, like, last time we recorded, we were talking about it's, like, definitely going to be Jason, probably. Right, but I mean, the Bofo interview. Wasn't oh, that before no, was, the Jason Christ right stuff? after. Yeah, but I don't know if it had, like, fully... If had been fully realized for him. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, I don't really know. And I don't know if they even have any sort of relationship... Path. Well, they have the U23s. Too, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's played for the U23s. I wonder what those conversations with Jason were like because he's with literally five RSL dudes yeah. in Spain. And they're kind of just. I bet like, he told them nothing because that sounds he like. He wouldn't Christ. tell them nothing. I wonder if they're scared to, like, ask him. Yeah. It'd be funny. Okay, Saverino. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Anyone else have anyone have objections? I need three people to disagree with me. That's I don't think he's that go. good. No, he, yeah, absolutely. Keep Wait, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Pecky's last four tweets. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get one's, this out of the way. One's the apology, non-apology. That's uh, the most the recent non-apology. One. The one before that was just the thumbs up after that one game that we won after he was suspended. 
And then the tweet before that was, <laughs> like, clarifying that thing from Matt about how Matt, like, quoted him directly. And then he was like, wait a sec, I didn't mean that. And then the, t- the tweet before that was talking about how he's he reps Jersey from the island. And that is in response to the ham roll thing. Yeah, that's what I'm So yeah. the last four tweets of Pet Keys can be summed up. Like, are so summative of him as a person and his time here. <laughs> arguing about Jersey, arguing with Matt, sort of, but Matt was just using his own words, being snarky after a win, and then his apology, non-apology. Oh, man, that's so beautiful. It's just, like, a great snapshot in time. There is a very real, like, tragedy. Tragedy? Tragedy. Uh, there we go. To the fact that we will never see Henri's impact versus petke's rsl because oh, that would be so that would have been fun we would have lost really badly oh no we wouldn't have oh impact are a terrible team yeah depends on what they do this <laughs> not with the legendary european coach thierry Henry. such a good record as a coach yeah, yeah. so good he you're changed right monaco I'll forever probably swallow my words he did something first time for everything hey okay marcelo silva boo Yes. You think he sticks? Yes. I'm right in the middle of both of you. Um, I'm not, I don't, I'm not so down on him, but like he doesn't really have I'm a place. I'm not down on him either. I just think Eric Holtz, need... uh, the gap between... <laughs> I'm not going down on him, but uh, I... Eric Holt is... Are we talking about Silver or Holt right now? Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, my head's in a tizzy. Um, Eric Holt is not worse the gap between him and silva isn't worth the gap in money that we're no for sure that, that's the thing like if he takes a huge pay cut like he's not a bad resource to have off he's the not bench. gonna take a pay cut he's either. not gonna take a pay cut he's, he's not, not gonna, gonna go down on this pay no <laughs> probably not i wouldn't so. blame him, but i would say no but like i could see the team keeping him <laughs> yeah i i think he is really good it is nice having three really talented center backs after a while like when justin was coming up we didn't and there yeah. was you know we had a struggling alave we had chris winger there was a while where yeah. i like that security but no, with, that's not a thing we have money for in mls though but that's but. that's probably that's yeah, a luxury at eight hundred thousand, right yeah, yeah you yeah. can't have a in mls you can't have a, a backup center back that makes that much like you just can't that's a tan you're, spot and that you're choosing be between yeah. natum or silva or Glad and Silva, and both of those, I think we all agree on to an extent. Yeah, yeah. If he's out of contract this year, I say don't bring him back. He wanted more yeah. money two years ago, three years ago. One year. If he's out of year contract, half, I think you can talk him down in salary, and if you can cut that number, if you can get it in half, half, that's least in amazing. Half. But if, if you can get some, that's it. If you can get some Gam and Tam, and he's Bim he's Bam what like thirty? Is he thirty yet? I thought he was 31, 32. He's older. But he could definitely go back to Spain and get Uruguay. money. Thirty. He's only thirty, huh? M- birthday is March twenty first. Oh, that's five days before my birthday. Different. I feel like you're hinting at something here. My birthday is not coming up. Talk about his birthday a lot. Interesting. I, know, I don't think he like. I don't think he's a guy that like needs to stay here to keep playing soccer. He yeah, can go that's somewhere true. Else and he can still get paid. That's true. Okay. So I. Don't see any reason why we need to keep. I'm it. a soft yes now. Okay, uh, that's seven players from our senior roster that we have broad agreement on moving on. I think yeah. that's that's pretty significant. It's probably the most turnover we'll have seen in some time. Who are the seven? Is it? 
so Beckerman, we think could will maybe retire. And we're, are we counting uh, Nick Tony in this? Beltran, Nick Romando, yep. Alex Horwath. Uh, we had Plata on there. We had Ruiz. Bofo possibly as well. Bofo is a possible and Sovereigno, which would be eight if we include Bofo there. That would be wild. It would be it would be too bad. Kellen Rosa out of contract. Yeah. If we lost Bofo and Sovereigno, that would be oh, would troublesome. Be, yeah, we'd be starting over. So I I think we're in for plenty of change. I think a couple of players will probably move into roles there. Um, Aaron Herrera, Corey Baird come to mind. Brooks Lennon. Uh, players that are probably near the jump to the senior roster. Um, on the supplemental roster, we can go very briefly here. Eric Holt, we're going to keep. keep that guy. Oh, Justin yeah. Portillo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indifferent. I, I'd, I'd, yeah. I mean, for a supplemental roster guy, yeah. Yeah. I think why not? Andrew Putna, I think it's yep. clear we're keeping him. Tate Schmidt. Yeah. Why not? No. Uh, Luis, now back down the reserve roster, we've got Luis Ar- Ariaga. No reason not to. Yeah, I mean the only the only chance is if he transfers somewhere else, right? Yeah, but he's a homegrown guy. Like, yeah. Why mm-hmm. he? Uh, money. I mean, okay. Europe, yeah, right? You're right, but who's gonna pay Luis Ariaga? He made like Werder Bremen. I don't know. Ten, <sighs> ten to fifteen total appearances this yeah. year, did he? And they were all like substitute. Yeah. Like, he's. Uh, Kyle's favorite player, Brooks Lennon. Like my boy. Did you say he's on the reserve roster? Yeah. How? Now that's some homegrown manipulation. But... Yeah, it's like that weird. He's still sort of. He's homegrown. still making like two hundred fifty a year, isn't he? Uh, it's like yeah. one seventy five. But I think the league it's healthy. Way too much. Well, not too much. Know. That's unfair. If we, if we play him as a forward, I'm fine. With Is Achilla on the senior? Like, does he have a spot? I can't remember. Uh, so he's technically listed as on loan. Oh, so in, in the roster. Okay, so he's on loan to the, to monarchs. the monarchs, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but we do it. This doesn't list spots 31 and 32, which are homegrown only spots on the MLS roster. But we also have uh, a CBA coming up that could change no. things completely. You mean, That's why I'm not really paying attention to all this specific roster designations because yeah. I'm sure they're going to change. Because we're going to have a walkout. Oh. Could be. I Calling know. it now, betting my entire life on it. So. Oh, wow. Took out a mortgage. So. I'm gonna bet against that, just just because. <laughs> we're gonna have a, we're gonna have some kind of, of stoppage. I think. I think this is gonna be the time when it happens. I think it's inevitable. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of Achoa, Lucas, do you think we're gonna start Achoa this year? We talked about this for like an hour. We you did. Here last but I need. Week, so. He spent yeah. he spent the most time in person, up close to the boy. I'm usually on the other side of the field from Achoa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. So there's so. that. Um, I. I think so. I think. I think he'll get time. I think he'll. I think the like first day in March one. he's gonna. I guess it might depend keeper. on preseason to an extent. Um, dude, he's a sassy young man. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> opposing dude, team fans hate him. I know. Yeah. He was like, he's like blowing them kisses. He's like, when you he's said flopping like crazy. When you said in last week's podcast that you would read through other teams. Yeah, uh, subreddits. subreddits. Uh, I had done that earlier in the day about that about, <laughs> about Ochoa. Ochoa, dude. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. It honestly is. Oh, we also didn't mention how uh, Douglas Martinez did end up end up getting suspended for that game, and yeah. he's actually next on our list. Yeah, I'm excited he, to we see keep him, him around. Year. Right? Yeah. No, sure. no way we don't. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Julian Vasquez. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Corey Baird. 
Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. Aaron Herrera. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'd be. Yeah. I I wouldn't be shocked if Herrera, Baird, Lennon, potentially move up to senior roster. Lennon's an interesting one because it really depends on. I wonder how. Christ feels about him. I'm just still operating under the assumption it's going to be Christ. Yeah. But didn't Christ play him up top? Yeah, I think so. I'd, I'd be interested to see what Baird does with this off season. I would like to know his contract status because I know that he should be paid more, way more than he is. And if he's like out of contract or anything like that, in in a position where he can renegotiate his contract or go to a team that will pay him a lot more money. I can see it happening because we're yeah. only paying him fifty-five grand last year for a national team really? player like that. Yeah, like that's garbage. Yeah, he, he's doing a, a re-up, right? Yeah, yeah. He'll get he'll get it too from the club. Okay, well, I think that just about wraps out everything up. Anything the lot of you wanted to uh, add in, Trevor? Any snark you haven't delivered yet? I don't really have any snarks stored up today. Well, that's probably for the better. Lucas? Not at this time, no. <laughs> I could go on about anything or that was anything. was the most no comment. Wait, I think I just said anything answer. twice. I could go on about anything. Um, yeah. Well, now, now I'm blanking a little bit. <laughs> well, okay, that, that, that whole sequence during the Western Conference Final, the fight thing that broke out, did you see clearly what happened? Also, shout out to our... Uh, Friend, friends of the pod, Taryn Meyer and Matt Gashk for running on the field, like Not in the middle of it, dude. Straight up, I'm oh, watching, geez. I'm watching ESPN Plus, and I just see Taryn in a suit, like running out in the field to break up a fight, and straight up gets absolutely like stiff armed by that center forward who was causing. Oh some, yeah, yeah. No, Matt Gash got like right in between Salgado yeah, and a bunch yeah. of players, yeah. yeah, and like started getting like a shouting match. Totally, and I was like, like he wasn't pushing he's... anybody, but he was getting pushed for Taren sure. Taryn told me he thought that. Um... Uh, number nine for the other team yeah. had uh, punch Matt, so that's why he like yeah. jumped in. Yeah, and that's not what happened, but <laughs> it doesn't like, matter. So to go. I was so like that whole thing was wild on TV because yeah. it was like it was on that near side of the field, and that's like where they were filming. And I was like, is, it, is that Taryn <laughs> getting in, uh, getting all up in there, wearing a suit, standing up for the boys? It he looked great. so intense. He was Dude, like, I know. Both of great. them were like, it was I mean, he always Taren. looks a little intense. Yeah, he never. It's kind of great. Yeah. Pretty monotone, pretty stoic. I went to high school with Taryn. I've been, I, what a good dude. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was ready to defend my fellow Bingham High School alumni, Taryn Meyer, from the the grasps of uh, Solgato. And uh, Douglas Martinez rightfully got suspended, I think. And we were fine without him. Yeah, and Amazing. it was great. And not it wasn't can, great. Well, would have liked to see him, but yeah. yeah. Can I just can I just say that Kyle Coffee is like one of my favorite. Utah stories in a long time. Dude. Like this tell, kid who went to a, a normal, like, smallish D1 school for soccer, didn't come through the RSL Academy, and then he's starting in the USL Championship final. Like, coming, was he a third or fourth round draft pick? Like, I don't think anyone expected him to do much. Dude, he should have buried that that shot to you right at the end he just yeah, that's one, yeah. one touch shot. on the field he looks like he's 14 he's yeah, pretty small uh, but man he, he looks like that, that on tv he could have buried that game 10 minutes before we ended up or maybe it was like two before, before we buried the game yeah before before powder he had that dude it just yeah yeah but just, like clearly a smart player good movement he's rb circle it's kind of <laughs> yeah fifa 
talk, talking FIFA. <laughs> I actually have uh, Ariaga on my ultimate team squad, but only because his card is a way for me to deflate my rating <laughs> from a five star to a four star. So I'll leave some like lower rated cards in my in my bench to bring my rating down a bit. That FIFA tactics yeah. with uh, Kyle FIFA Sittler ultimate here. team. I'm trying to figure out the algorithm. It's it's bad. Makes me makes you lose. The game makes you lose. Anyway, it's got to be the game. Could, well, it they, couldn't be anything else. It's could the it? business model because be they put the you up against teams that are better than you, like a better players. So then you're more incentivized to spend money in the game to try to get better players, right? So like, that you doesn't know? make sense because it the other players sense. are better. I'm gonna than hit you. stop yeah. on the show. So why now. don't you ever be the better player to play the goodbye, worst? Goodbye, everybody. Ultimate team is like say fantasy. goodbye, Lucas. You pick your own. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry, see ya. <laughs>